You're listening to Design Talk, a podcast for conversations connecting design with theory, organizations, business, and impact. Hi, I'm Sunil Kumar. And I'm Sun Nguyen. Today we are joined by Neetu Singla, co-founder of Let's Biz, headquartered in Delhi, India. Neetu, can you give us the backstory to starting Let's Biz? First of all, again, thank you so much for having me here. So, um... The purpose of starting Let's is like I started my career as a SQL developer and gradually I moved to data analysis like I started learning about SQL and then ETL tools and the last company which I was working was United Health Group and there I was working as a senior data analyst and I was using different tools like Tableau and other tools and there i get to know like there is a lot of importance of data analytics and because lot of company nowadays gathering data from different pools either they having much of their data in their finance department much of their data in their hr department project management departments and that's the purpose of like uh, getting to know like how important this data analytics nowadays so um the story behind let's face is like i was in my uh, maternity leaves and then i was at home and that's a covid period also like i was thinking like i'm not giving my best and that's where i started exploring different things like i joined one of motivational program so called and uh, that's where i started thinking like what else i should do in my life okay i was doing the job that's running good but now i have much ample of time to think what i want ahead in my life and 6 uh, months is a good time for me to think about uh, about like what i really want from my uh, from my life itself and um, down the line i started uh, one year like exploring how to start a business what what things we we need what skills is actually required to provide end to end solution for data analytics and yeah after one year i started my organization with the name of let's space as the name suggested Uh, primarily services that we are providing is the visualization services like we help different businesses to get their reporting sorted so when i say reporting it means like now they can take more informed decisions using their data and we are currently based out in delhi uh, that's a capital of india and yeah but we are serving uh, clients globally so that's all about let's ways what does a typical work day look like okay so um my work day looks like i i would say i divided my work day uh, into three parts one is the starting part of my day like i wake up and get ready for the work and then uh, the first task for me is to check like what all projects and the task we have in the buckets and then i start assigning that task to the team we have a team of seven people right now so my main focus is to prioritize the tasks or the projects that we have right now and communicate better to the teams like who will do which project what is the priority so if we have 10 projects what is the topmost priority for us so uh, like um, uh, replying to different emails contacting different people so that's a first part of my day so uh, middle part i would say or the second part of my day i spend more towards like lead generation since we are a, like a startup company so one of the main expect for me uh, is right now to generate leads so the second half i devote like in uh, writing the content like uh, checking what all uh, people i need to collaborate with what all uh, might be the other ways and creating different strategies for the business or the lead generation 
so that is where my second half goes to and the third half for the later evening i devote to um, meeting with clients like we have generally like us clients uk clients they are more towards like uh, when it's evening on my side it's like morning on their side so we generally uh, meet in the evening and discuss like what's their top priorities and what, how the pro- progress going on the project is there any critical issue that is stuck on their side so yeah so that is my um, i would say third part of uh, my day work looks like and yeah in the in night i spend time with family and yeah so that's how my day works okay why do you think that it outsourcing from india is appealing for clients okay so um outsourcing from india is actually uh, is beneficial for um, companies one uh, aspect would be the cost effectiveness like uh, when it comes to indian it company they provide very competitive rates in comparison to same company which is providing the same services in us uk and other markets so one is uh, the very first point is i would say the cost effectiveness another uh, i would say is like time zone difference uh, because india is like uh, almost 12 hours um, difference from most of the western countries like us est or the pst time zones so um, if they have some it departments and they consider as a as their helping hand so their work can go 24 by 7 so that's a benefit of having indian uh, companies and outsourced company or helping hand for them so um another i would say like uh, proficiency english proficiency since most of uh, indian uh, indian say english so that's a, another since english is a like international language so that's kind of a, another added benefit for them so what do you think is english language the baseline for international communication yeah i would say uh, yes perfectly because i served uh, most of my clients from us uk singapore dubai and uh, one or two german clients also and i see english as the only or uh, the base language while communicating with the international clients has outsourcing given a social impact benefit to india uh, yeah obviously i would say like um, since uh, i am running an outsourcing company i know it's a, it's a it's a great opportunity to have us clients or um, international clients because uh outsourcing gives indian an opportunity like to start their own business so now a days in india a lot of startups are running because they are getting more opportunity from outside of uh, india countries and um since they are providing more opportunity so obviously unemployment rate is also reducing so it's helping a lot either in social or maybe economic growth in social i would say because um, we are getting as an indian company or indian uh, citizens we are getting exposure to global market so that's a major benefit no doubt there is a huge opportunity for data analytics analysis and visualization who is your ideal customer yeah I means like uh, the best point is like now lots of companies are um, accumulating data their uh, data is coming from different sources and that's a uh i would say the need of data analytics so data analytics is where we gather data from different sources from different platforms and then collated it at one consolidated place and cleaning it processing it and finally delivering the dashboard that's a that's a purpose of data analytics for me the ideal customers are like companies who who are actually aware like they they need to use data analytics 
to take a better informed decisions because nowadays a lot of companies are measuring data but they are not much aware how to use this data to actually take an informed decision so for me an ideal customers are mid to big size companies because small size companies are actually gathering data but they are not uh, much aware of data analytics so for us the companies who have mid size to large size companies gathering lot of data and they want to use data analytics to uh, take more informed decision or to get more automation of um, their end to end data part so nowadays everybody is talking about data analytics so neetu can you tell us about the way data analytics is being used okay uh, yeah for this i want to give an example of one of my um, current client which is the nitro homes and um, they are a, a us company who are building societies and houses and that so um before coming to us they are uh, handling all their reportings into excel so now you can feel the pain of a business owner who is actually uh, daily getting uh, their cash flow or maybe finance reported in the excel so being a business owner she is not uh, aware like what the live data looks like so if he wants a report they need to ask to their team member and he will generate reports manually which generally takes 10 days uh, to 15 days and he only used to get a report once a day once a month sorry so that's a uh, importance of data analytics nowadays and um, we we are now serving lot of clients and in healthcare also finance also so it's related to all the industry that are using uh, data analytics so the scope of data analytics is huge now more or more industries whether they are from finance or their healthcare even a normal stock market company they all are using data analytics nowadays can you tell us about the tools you use yeah yeah sure sure so uh, for end to end solution like um, tableau is the one tool that uh, tableau or power bi we use for the visualization purposes uh but for the backend services like uh, to have a database in place to get the data from different sources so first of all we need a database in place so that we can get their data from different sources and place it at one place that is called as database and the tool that is used for getting data from different sources and whole automation is called as etl and for etl we use like alterix we also use like um tab for tableau it comes like tableau prep so there are a lot of tools available in the market on our side for end to end solution we generally use sql as a database and for visualization we use power bi and tableau but there are also i would say uh, some of the industries for which like data analytics is not a big uh, scenario for example if you talk about marketing agency somebody who is re- running a marketing agency they have their data coming from facebook ads from linkedin ads and maybe some google analytics so their data is not that huge as compared to a healthcare company so in that case we also provide a cost effective tools which now we actually partnered with zoho zoho offers a zoho analytics tools which is must cost effective and um, that is also easy to implement so yeah if i talk about the tools more or less we use sql power bi tableau for etl we use tableau prep alterix so these are the main tools that we use inside our company so my next question how does remote work fit in with your business growth plans 
Yeah, so um, after COVID, I would say the remote is uh, remote work culture is is the best part for us. Like because it allows us. First of all, it allows us to hire a person from anywhere in the country. So now I'm in Delhi. I'm running my company from Delhi and Chad. So I'm not restricted to hire people from the from that location only. So I can hire person from all over the India, or maybe I can hire person outside of India also, because we are working remotely. So that's a one part. another i would say it's more cost effective also because um i and you know to uh, go to some physical uh, space for my office so we have some space that is how we work and we um, meet once a month or maybe uh, once in two months but that reduces the cost for me as a business owner um the added benefit is for the employee side is also like they need not to spend one hour of their time traveling to office going back to their home and that increase their productivity also how do you approach working with international partners for example managing time zone gaps and distance related issues yeah that that i would say is like a no, uh, opportunity for us means that's the best part for uh, for being an it outsourcing company as i already said that um, like when they are running their company in us we actually have a time zone difference of 12 hours so by the time they sleep we are actually working so that's a added benefit for them even uh, when last time i was having one conversation with one of my clients and uh, they said that um, best part with working with indians like when i sleep i will assign the work to you and by the time i wake up my work is done so that's a, that's the best part of working with indian companies like when you have a time zone of 12 hours it means your work is continuous it's going on 24 by 7 okay So what are the opportunities and risk when running a business in the global context like that? Okay so opportunities i would say like uh, being a company which is based in india uh, so opportunity involves like getting clients and uh, going into global market so that's the best part like i have clients from uh, all over the world like it's not restricted to india only we have served indian clients also but um, the best part is like i, I can have client from any time zone so uh but a uh, risk part i would say like we we handle a lot of things on our side since we are dealing with data so uh we uh, make sure that when we are uh, get data from any of the clients it's secure on our side so we also uh, goes through different legal documentations like signing ndas on our behalf or my employees behalf So when you are working on a, a global market, the first thing, being a data analytics company, we need to make sure that their data, either their PI data or any data, it should be secured on our end. So that's a that's the things that we handle. That is interesting. So Neetu, how do you generate new lines of business? Uh, yeah, that's an important factor for me being a startup right now, like generating leads, and that's a main focus um, right now for twenty twenty three also. so we are uh, actually uh, putting effort in different directions like we are uh, using different lead generation um, activity like using linkedin for organic and running ads on facebook and linkedin uh, we are heavily uh, putting efforts into google seo for um, our website also and uh, using different blogs for our uh, keywords that is the main source 
uh, another thing is we are going to different networking events like there are a lot of startup events ha happening in india also and the um, east zone of asia so we are going to different networks uh, we are also the part of bni which is a business network and that's uh, like where we are getting leads okay neetu we would like to understand how do you react starting with the new client and find out that they don't have as much knowledge of their own data yes yeah, some, sometimes it happens with us like uh, sometimes businesses that comes to us they don't have a much idea like um, where their data is coming from and um, what inside they actually want to know uh, so in that case for most of us like our focus is to understand more towards like data like uh, they uh, on our side we also educate client actually like first of all it takes us several meetings to understand where their data actually resides is it in the erp system or is is it coming from their normal excel sheet where they are putting the entries based upon daily uh, targets and all that like let's say if they are handling uh, calls on a rep level or sales level basis they are just putting their entries into excel sheets so we first actually make sure that all the data sources or where they are putting data they all should be automated and we also tell that client like how important it is for you to get all the things as automated so once we automate after that also we um, educate client like if you need to make change, small change into your dashboard if you uh, think that any data source comes into like these are your uh, go to videos you can just yourself uh, get to know what this dashboard looks like and how you can edit it so so we actually it's a it's a kind of a journey if client knows very well about their data and they know what insights they want out of it it's a pretty simple project but in case they don't uh, know about this so it's a kind of a communication on the training that goes side by side while we are building solution for them so i'm a bit curious about the technical side how you collect the data can you access data in real time okay so yeah most of the time we need uh, read access to their uh, systems so for example if they are uh, having some erp system in between so each of the software expose some kind of a open ai api for them so we get uh, these sources connected to their open uh, apis using their uh, read access they provide us username and the passwords for that so that i can get the data from their sources and another uh, means like another sheet can be the google sheet from where we need to get their data so that's how we get the data from different sources we use some etl tool in between let's say for example let's say i use tableau prep for example so the purpose of tableau prep in between is to connect to their erp system connect to their google sheet or maybe connect to their hr module and get the data and load it into the sql server let's say if you are using sql server as a database so it get the data from different uh, sources and load it into the sql server now uh, on the top of the sql server since we loaded uh, only the raw data into sql so now our purpose is to clean it and make it usable for the tableau because tableau if tableau is going to directly uh, take the raw data it will be a very heavy dashboard to load so now next process comes is the cleaning or processing of the data so we load all the raw data into some t1 tables as a base table and on the base table we create some views which are actually a much aggregated view of the data if we need only five columns from one table two columns from one table joining different data and creating a aggregated view 
so that now tableau need not to connect to four five tables at one time now tableau will only connect to that view and it will be much easier to load it so yeah so now uh, it comes to the visualization part which connect directly to the tableau so that's how it end to end automation works but obviously each client will have uh, their own needs for the dashboard right uh, each company needs their own metrics so uh, do you have to build uh, customized uh, dashboards for each client and how do you do it right right right, right. obviously means like um, uh, for each of the client first of all requirement is to understand what kind of decision uh, or business questions they want to answer so based upon that we uh, understand their data and first of all we create a template or you can say a dashboard wireframe into the ppt is these are the kpis or the charts or metrics that you want to measure if we get approval okay yeah uh, these are the things that we want to measure then we go ahead and build the tableau dashboard and do the whole automation so first conversation with the client of i would say four five uh, meetings with the clients is regarding understanding what actually decisions they want to make so once the kpi and metrics are finalized then we start the backward process okay from where we need uh, data to get this kind of a kpi on the dashboard okay we might need four five uh, data sources and then we build the whole uh, back end pipeline but first step is to understand what they actually want and accordingly we customize the dashboard for every business okay now we come to the q and a part uh, do you have any questions from the audience hi neetu this is ankur so So I have a question on the data quality. So how do you ensure that the data which you get is good and that is fit for the recommendation purposes or the recommendation which you provide is correct? Okay, so uh, that also I would say uh, the data that we get is uh, normally is not very good in shape. So we need to do a lot of processing on that. So basic thing is like I told, like on the top of the raw data, we build different views. but that's a very simple scenario sometimes the data we get is actually not very clean it has uh, means like some garbage value in between so we we need to use a python in between or some scripting language in between which will actually clean the data and uh, segregate it into different things so yeah uh, means like we we need to use some tools in between to make sure that the data quality is good um hi nidu this is alena So I just wanted to ask you if you have any tips for um female founders like um in terms of how to get started how to find a good idea and how to develop the idea. Okay. So for that uh, I would say uh, first being running a technical uh, company uh, I would say first thing we need to know what is our strong point. Since I was working on data analytics from quite a uh, few years i would say 5 to 7 years i spent on data analytics and i studied what is the base language for uh, data engineering part and uh, then what's a uh, language for the data visualization part so um, for that i would say what is your best part maybe you are good in coding or maybe you are good in uh, .net or java thing so maybe that is what uh, you need to explore whether you are good in uh, data analytics part or building a website or something else and once you find out this means like it's very uh, easy for you to get different leads like nowadays i, I believe linkedin is also a very good source you can start consulting first means like being a single as a solopreneur you can start and start giving your consulting services and as you grow that is how i built 
so uh, when i started i was like a single person who is handling the company and within the 3 months i got a very good response because data analytics uh, emerging technology i got a very, uh, got very good response and i started to hiring two people down the line and um, gradually we moved to the seven people so that's how you start one technology which you know you are best at so you can start consulting and gradually it will grow thank you so neetu nowadays we hear about women in tech so what do you think about it and how is it for women to start their own company or take leadership roles in companies uh means like i don't find very much difference like uh, when i started the job i means like there was no differentiation means like being a woman i will get uh, the job easily or maybe i will not get job easy it's about my capabilities uh, so i was uh, like very good in studies also so that that helped me to get my first job so it's about job and when i started business also i would say it's more about my technical capability since i was very good in delivering good dashboards and that helped me uh, in getting clients so i never faced this like uh, being a woman it's helping me or not helping me in running a business so for me uh, being in tech if you are good in technology you will get clients and you will able to perform so what do you think if someone doesn't have a technical background maybe comes from a business background can they enter into this analytics world and build a career yeah that's that i would say the beautiful question i i always get because lot of the people think that you need to be very good in coding uh, if you want to be a data analytics i would say if you want to be a data scientist then it makes sense because you need to write different models and the coding and part but being a data analytics nowadays a lot of no coding tools are available so if you talk about tableau prep that's a kind i, I would not say you need not to be uh, means like uh, totally dumb in that but if you have some logical mind you can easily learn tableau prep that's a that's a kind of a drag drop tools uh, which connect to different sources and perform different steps and you can get your data loaded into different sources same goes with tableau also tableau is more towards a visualization tool if you know how to write simple if else clauses or you know how to write group by clauses if you know small small things in sql you can very well perform in uh, tableau and in tableau i would say it's it's more about visualization if you know how to show data a uh, good then obviously you are a um, you are to good to go person so i never felt that you need to be have very you need to be very good in coding if you want to pursue as a data analytics being have a good knowledge of sql is is good to go i have one last question i'm a little bit interested in data visualization because in vietnam we also have a startup it's called holistics does a uh, similar work to lesvits so i'm curious what is next for you can you share with us okay so uh, for now for us is like we are focusing now how we can build a product for any industry so far we have uh, served to different industry like healthcare finance retail and marketing so these are the four five industries which we have served so far and uh, obviously when you are uh, running a services or outsourcing company we need to build a customized dashboard for every person who is coming to us so down the line we are thinking to build a product for one company you know, for one industry i would say let's say if we talk about uh, finance industry they have there some kpi fixed uh, like they want to know their sales profit so we are thinking to build some kind of a 
products which can be helpful for any person who is coming to us we need not to build customized dashboards uh, we can just tell them that, okay this is the dashboard or the template you can just plug in play and start working with it so that's a means like future or things that we are thinking like how we can build a product for specific industry so neetu thank you so much for sharing your time with us we'll wrap up there thank you for sharing your thoughts okay thank you so much bye bye thank you for listening The music used is Voltaic Fluctuations by Ben Prunty and used with his permission. 